That waitress sized us up in two seconds. We're black and black people don't tip. So she wasn't gonna waste her time? Now somebody like that, nothing you could do to change their mind. So, uh, how much did you need? You expect me to pay for that kind of service? <laughs> what? What the fuck is you laughing at, man? Shells lay around on the battleground. Dead bodies are found throughout the town. Tried to put shame in my game to make a name. I'ma put it on a bullet, put it in your brain. Rip the block like a buckshot. Who cares where it goes, just keep the casket closed. Hey, welcome to the Black Guy with Tips podcast with your host Rod and Karen. And we have our guests in the house. Uh, y'all very familiar with uh, the other host of the crew, my main man. Justin, what's up there? What's up, uh, what's up everybody? Hello, everybody. Karen, Rod, good to see y'all. You too, man. You too. Justin was actually a little late today, man, which is... I know. I thought Surprise. something was wrong. I was about to send, send the ninjas after you. I was like, Rod, what's up? He's only 15 minutes early. Something happened? I told you, man. He He's light-skinned, so his CP time is only like 10 minutes late. Okay. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I can deal with As that. As opposed to, like, mine is probably like 15, maybe 20. Okay. You know, so... But, uh, yeah, man, don't forget, um, actually, this episode is a special episode. I'm going to try to use old school slang for most of this show, and we'll see uh, how it goes. Uh, 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 <laughs> so, this episode is brought to you by old school slang. So, uh, let's, uh, go ahead and let people know. You can leave comments on the podcast by going to iTunes, Facebook, Podomatic, and you can drop us a line right there. You can leave reviews on iTunes. Uh, we've already got a couple this week. Um, comments on Facebook on the on the episodes. You can leave comments on different topics that I uh, put out there. Um, and you know we can always just that's another way to give me articles, give me links to things that we could talk about on the show. And of course, Podomatic. Uh, it's mostly only clothes from Chonilla is responding on Podomatic. But that's fine with us. Yeah, I will go find it if you if you have something to say to us, I I will find it. Yes, we will. And you can follow us we on like Twitter. Like your comments, clothes. 
Yeah, you can follow us on Twitter. I'm at Rodimus Prime. I'm Say That Again, that S and D A T. And Justin, if you want to hit Justin up, man, what's yours again? Uh, rhyme. rhyme over reason. Rhyme over reason. So hit my man up too. Because, you know, Justin, Will, uh, who's Mr. Montgomery, they part of the show too, man. So hit them up, man. It's always let people know that you appreciate what they bring to the show and whatnot. Because, you know, it matters to people. And I think that it helps you know that, hey, people are listening to this shit and they do care what I have to say. Um, So the official weapon of the taser is... What? <laughs> <laughs> See, last week it was taser, bro. <laughs> <laughs> the official weapon, weapon of the podcast is the taser. Right, okay. all right. And the unofficial sport is football. And football is true. <laughs> <laughs> and um, you can uh, you can also call the show at seven zero four five five seven zero one eight six. You know, just go ahead and dial those digits. And give us a call. We will um, play your voicemails on Saturday mornings, and we will respond to them, and we'll put it in the show. So you call us, you get your stuff played. I mean, I do reserve the right to not put, you know, anything ridiculous. Like we had uh, like eight calls from a number that was an automated, automatic, automated, automated number, mm-hmm. and the number was actually supposed to be. Uh, for people, for a person who was trying to be a substitute teacher, it's like this call is for Jeff Adams. Jeff, you didn't get that job, did you? <laughs> yeah. I felt bad. I was like, I'm taking food off this table because yeah, because Jeff sitting around waiting on that call. Jeff, like, I can't believe these motherfuckers ain't never called. Yes. All right, what is this affirmative action hire? <laughs> <laughs> I was the most qualified math teacher in the district. I can't get a substitute job. I know. Okay. You know what, though? I was talking with um, the mailman the other day who was delivering mail. Mm-hmm. Turned up a little bit. He was like, uh, contract mail people make start out at $21 an hour. What? Yes. But how many hours do they get to work? Do they get to work as much as everybody they else? Work, yes, normal hours. And they start out at $21 an hour. And they, I'm like, okay, so you don't need any education for this job <laughs> except yeah. they to read numbers and fucking show up to work and willing yes. to walk. Be on time. <laughs> yeah, willing to walk, willing to carry a big bag, willing to not, uh, hopefully not get bit by animals and dogs out in the street. Yeah, the main problems I have with the post office job is the little ass shorts. Oh, oh, no country for them little ass shorts. That's the thing in the world. And the thing is, I've never seen anybody wear those shorts at cool. They like John. They like They're like, yeah, they like John Stockton shorts. <laughs> you can't even sag in that shit, man. No. Right on, right on. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I'll groovy, baby, groovy. And of course, the second part of it that makes the job not groovy. You might go fucking crazy and shoot some people up. <laughs> I don't know if it's the job that does that or if it's the people they hire, but I don't hey, want to find out. But you know what? Nobody got shot up in years, so it might. They might be. That might be the reason they up the pay. Maybe, man. I only see post. I see post office employees as victims or shooters. That's all I see. <laughs> I don't want to be the one or either one. Me either. So, all right, and um. Don't forget, also, you can email the show, theblackguywhotips at gmail.com, and check out our website, theblackguywhotips.com, and it takes you to my blog. This week's blog post is actually about the NFL, three different organizations, the Panthers, the Patriots, and Brett Favre, who I count as his own organization, yes, uh, he is. and how they're all trying to play y'all jive turkeys for suckers. 
They're so. not playing me. I know the people suck. <laughs> <laughs> I am not a fool. Yeah, so, I, you know, basically I just broke down, like, how fans think so much about football. Mm-hmm. And they think about winning championships. Mm-hmm. And owners think about money. So, yeah, y'all got the same agenda. Yeah, there are very few owners in any sports no, that no. literally are like, all I want to do is win the Super Bowl. That's right. Most of them are like, if I don't make money, I can give a fuck about any of this. Tampa Bay. Yeah, what, <laughs> what if you win a Super Bowl and lose money? Like, they'll be like, oh, then I won't do that again. Nope. That's how they were operating. Florida Marlins. Exactly. Florida Marlins, they, they hit the reset button after every ring. They're like, ooh, that, that one almost cost us. Yep. <laughs> we, we, we almost had to money. Yeah, we, we almost, almost had to pay some of these people. <laughs> it was like, ooh, we just did time. Yeah. <laughs> Can you believe some of these suckers wanted some money? <laughs> we don't pay people. Yeah. Um, come up in here asking for money. I know what they think this is a car wash. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um, that's that's one thing. And then uh, the other thing is uh, it, it started with uh, so many fans hitting me up on Twitter and whatnot and saying like, well, now that the Patriots got rid of Randy Moss, you think they'll bring in Vincent Jackson or something like that? I was like, no. You don't ship a nigga out because he wants money. <laughs> to ship a nigga in that wants a lot of money too. What's, what's funny is when they got Deion Brett, I'm sure they had a conversation with him like, you learned your lesson, right? <laughs> you learned yeah. your lesson. I don't, I'm not going to have to remind you of this again, right? Yeah. <laughs> so I had this talk again. He was like, no master, no yeah. master. Eyes <laughs> a good Negro. <laughs> yeah, no doubt, man. Like, that's the thing, man. I, I really think that uh, his, his entire... Bringing Branch back was like saying to Tom Brady, like, Hey man, we got you one of them back. <laughs> you know, it's like Brady was supposed to look at that and be like, "Oh, that's okay, solid. Appreciate it." <laughs> well, that goes back to two. He didn't care here about getting here. He yeah. got his check. He and he told Moss, "Like man, listen, just come on in. I'm gonna take care of you. I'm gonna look out for you." Maybe I don't. <laughs> I don't even know what. Like I think, I think Brady is a cool dude. But I don't think that he can be happy about the way they do his receivers. Like, at, at the end of the day, he's still a quarterback. And Randy Moss is still a quarterback's dream. So, Randy Moss leaving. Like, I don't think they pass shit by Brady. Unlike Indianapolis, where I think they have to go through Peyton Manning or shit don't happen. But imagine somebody going to an Indianapolis coach game without Manning up. Right, they, yeah. They, they seem empty. Yeah. People still going to go to the New England Patriots game. Yeah, even without Brady. And that, that was proven. And that which is kind of crazy to me because I think Brady is probably the uh, definitely one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL under pressure, for sure. And coolest. I mean, yeah. he married a fucking model. Yeah, he's a coolest. He do got some swag now. Yeah, uh, swag. Um, I don't think that slang was invented. <laughs> oh, 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 I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What is that word? He is a groovy brother or yes. something like that. Yeah. Is that in the dictionary? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Most of the slang I know from the 70s is all racist stuff anyway. I can't, <laughs> can't even use half of it. It's old white bread. <laughs> Piss on neck. Uh, High five, my brother. Yeah. <laughs> but um, anyway, man. Um, Let's get into some random thoughts that I wrote down. and I don't know how long this is going to take, but there's no Bad Girls Club this week, so we might as well just go through this shit. <laughs> well, go know. for it. Yeah. Is, I mean, what is that on the bi-weekly schedule? Like, I'm not even <laughs> paycheck? I'm understanding this. I, yeah. they had, I thought, really, they uh, had a week of quarantine. <laughs> I, I thought the doctor came in and was like, 
like, you know what? <laughs> we got to clean up. We got to, you know, take a minute. We got to get the hazmat suits corrected. <laughs> it's got a few tears in them. <laughs> Somebody got sick. It's not okay right now. Not I think the, the Bad Girls Club is on bye weeks. Like, what, <laughs> yeah. like, what are they doing? Every, every like, couple weeks, they're like, oh, we're taking this game off. Uh, we No, nobody on the schedule. It's bad. I don't, and it's not even for events. Like, normally, no. it's like, oh, it's Labor Day. No yeah. show. They're just like middle of the week, nah, probably gonna show next week. I guarantee you it's doctor's orders. I guarantee you. Yeah, yeah. It's something doctor's like orders. that because most of the time if shows do that, it's like baseball season. But yeah. they don't even they're not even on networks to play sports. Yeah. So yeah. they just off just to be off. They're probably like, fuck, somebody else got sick in this house again. It's like a, <laughs> it's like an outbreak of mono just shutting shit down. <laughs> Alright, man. So uh, my first thought is, um, and both of you guys may have experienced this. Uh, have y'all ever worked with somebody so crazy that you wonder how they made it through the interview? <laughs> like, there's no possible scenario. There's no possible scenario that you could foresee where they could be having a normal conversation for more than like ten minutes and fool somebody into thinking that they're not absolutely uh, unable, unable to do their job. Yes, I actually worked with a dude that had he had like the Mike Tyson tattoo on his face. What? Like literally, he had oh. like, and you know, I work with kids, right? So he had like the tattoo all on his face, and I was like, he got the job, and it was like, well, yeah, you know, we wanted to really work with him. He recently had gone through some things, accused of spousal abuse, uh, beating up his you girlfriend. You want him around children? Um, and I was like, well, how long ago was that? It was like a few years ago. That it was like, well, no, nah, it was about three months ago. What? I was like. And I'm supposed to feel safe around this nigga <laughs> and the work environment. Like, the only thing you can use him for is, like, the scare straight program. <laughs> like, you can't possibly use... I can't possibly hire And that's really why wow. I hired him. It came out later on. I was like, listen, we had some kids we knew we was getting that was going to be out of control. And they put him in the house that they called the monkey house. Uh, oh man, that's racist that, and funny. For the kids that was really ah, out of control. Ah, and the circus is not even in town. <laughs> <laughs> that's hey, great. They acted like monkeys. That's terrible, man. They just had them in there scare kids and shit. Yep. You see my face? You see my face, motherfucker? Look at it. Okay, man. Damn, I'll, I'll behave. They say he got that tattoo for um, in honor of his son or something. Because he had a son. And I was like. On your face, though? Like, <laughs> motherfucker, you do realize people have sons and daughters every day, right? <laughs> it ain't a bunch of tattooed face motherfuckers walking around. Immaculate conception. Yeah. <laughs> I bet you Mike Tyson, now that he's a little older, I bet you he look at that tattoo and be like, what the fuck was I thinking? Yeah, man. That is, yeah, that's job. I have. I, when you're talking about work with somebody, and she, she's no longer at our job. But um, hers was so bad, and and the thing about it though, she was very very intelligent. She had like four five degrees, and I'm talking about she was really intelligent. But she had phases where she would spaz out, and was she like just, Brandy? Uh, no, she didn't tell stuff up. She just talked crazy and things like that. But when I talked to her, I ain't had no problem. And I wasn't scared of her. Most people at that job were scared of her. Mm -hmm. But she had, like, she was taking medications. And, yeah, I mean, I mean she, she was, like, to the extreme. <laughs> hey, you know, that's one of them crazies where you can't even complain about feeling unsafe around them. Because the manager that's going to speak to her is going to be like, yes, um... So Karen was telling me that, you know, she's not really feeling safe around you and you're taking all this medication. <laughs> and she'd be like, who said that again? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so Karen was telling me about some things going on in your personal life. Don't worry, it's taken care of. It's yeah. taken care of. <laughs> I'm going to take care of it right yeah. in 10 minutes. And for those of you out there, 
whenever you working with crazy, always get along with crazy and stay on crazy's side. Because you don't never know when crazy done had enough of people picking and laughing at them and coming to the workplace and decide to shoot stuff up. I agree. That's why I always so I, I was good with them. Yeah, I always stay cool with the crazy people because we had a dude at our job, my old job, that I thought was like spree killer type, type <laughs> personality. I always felt disrespected at work. People yeah. used to openly joke about him to his face. <gasps> he was an avid hunter. Serious? He was an avid hunter. Oh, which means he knows how to weapons. use guns. Yeah, he would bring in venison like every Christmas. <laughs> like, this motherfucker loves shooting shit. And all he talked about was hunting. Man, I stayed cool with that motherfucker. I, I would talk to him about his favorite football team every every Monday. And I would be sympathetic. You know I talk a lot of shit. He brought up his team. I'd be like, hey, man, I'm sorry about your Saints, man. You know, uh, I, they really gave it a good try. This, uh, they got cheated, man. I'm with you. Remember, I'm with, I'm with you. Rod is on your side. That's what I don't bring up any topic at all. I'll let that crazy person do all the talking. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I let him yeah. out. Yeah. Just listen. And it's funny because people would see him talking to me because he could talk to me as long as he wanted. I never, <laughs> I never just turned around. I was like, "Well, I gotta go." I would just, I would just be like, mm-hmm, "That is correct." And he, do he used to talk about stuff like, "Listen, he had serial killer tendencies." One of his old jobs was that he used to be the person that killed rodents. Okay? Oh. Killing, killing small animals for a living. Oh, you talking about like stuff that comes to your house? Yes. I, I don't know. What do you call those people? Like exterminators? Uh, exterminators. He was an exterminator for small rodents. Like he would crawl in your house and he would like tell us stories about it. And he used to constantly tell me stories of how he used to get high as shit. Like he'd be like, no. Back in the 70s, I used to get high, man. You know, I would, you know, we do like a whole load of coke or something. And, you know, do maybe pop a couple LSDs or something. Go down to the drive-thru, order our food, and we, we'd just be sitting in the car naked, man. <laughs> <laughs> and I'd just be like, ha, that's cool, man. Wow. <laughs> that is awesome. You definitely laugh at all his jokes. Yes. <laughs> Dude, that's the only... That's the only white dude that probably could have told me a racist joke and had me laugh. <laughs> like he could have. Not be offended. Too. Like, what do you call Mike Vick uh, whenever he's fighting dogs? I'm like, I don't know, man. What do you call him? A nigger? And I'd be like, ha 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 ha. ha. That's hilarious. Just don't hurt me. Just don't. You ain't bring no weapons, man. When they was about to lay us off. I used to come in, uh, I used to do, change my work time to come in after him. <laughs> so I was like, because if shit is going down, I figured yes. he's going to do it right at the beginning of the day. Yes, so sir. if I roll up and I just see people bloody in the parking lot, I can just be like, ah! <laughs> it's time to go. CP time to save a lot of lives, is all I'm saying. <laughs> you know what, though? Some people, they hide their crazy. Like when yes, Brandy first got in the house, mm -hmm. I bet they didn't know she was that crazy. They not like, like you don't, I know you say you don't really watch The Office anymore. Yeah, I'm done. But I love that show with Dwight. He is so fucking crazy. He is crazy. Like he is that dude you talking uh, about. Yeah, but he can't hide his crazy. Like <laughs> he's crazy where you, he's another, Dwight is a perfect example of a person that talks for 10 minutes and you go, how the fuck did you get past the interview? What did you say to our boss where he was like, he seems like a good person to hire. Like, I, it always amazes me, man. Um, <laughs> yeah, good ass kisser, I guess. I guess so, yeah. man. Uh, also, does every job have that one person that talks way too loud on the fucking phone? Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know if it's the, uh, just the office job thing, but 
every job I've ever had, there's been one person, and it could be personal shit. It don't even have to be yes. work related. It could just be like, no, look, I told you I'm gonna take the. Listen, you took the good car, bitch. I'm not playing. Like, <laughs> who is he talking to? I've always found it to be the women at my job. It's mm. all loud. Yeah, we used to have a dude that actually is funny. He did turn out to be gay, so I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if this counts for the men or the women. But he used to actually cuss out our like our vendors, and he would cuss them out like, dude. He was cuss them out like it would be like uh, it was the trucking industry. So like you needed a trucker to do something, and maybe he would call the truck and be like, you know, hey man, we couldn't do this. Uh, it's getting late in the day. I'm just gonna turn around or something, and he would be like. You gotta turn that fucking truck back around. I was like, who is he talking to? You can talk like that at this job? No. Like, nobody's gonna come up and say nothing to this dude? He can. He can. Yeah. Gay people have so many extra rights that nobody else in the world can Well, it's, have. listen, at this time that he was doing all this, he was in the closet. And then eventually he came out, and I guess it was, you know, it was different. But, I mean, he never talked like that to people again. But it was just weird because, like, when he was in the closet, he was extra with it, man. He was like a Republican senator. I, like, he was going way harder than he had to go. Is it in the closet? Like, he's in the closet, but everyone else knows? No. It was in the closet, like, he's gay? Like, it was that kind of, like, when he kind of came out, people was like, hey, man, uh... I see you sit up by your boy. I'm like, yeah, I sit over there with him. He's like, um, is is it true that he's he's gay? And I'm like, I don't know. I don't I don't follow people's personal business. But after like three or four people asked me, I was like, fuck, I guess so. <laughs> then I went to um, then I went to a bar one time. Actually, it's a different gay dude that was that was that was one of those people where you just know he's gay when you see him. I remember we went to the bar one time and uh, we didn't know he was gonna be there. We was going out for something else. This dude turned around and it was, you know, our coworker. And so we spoke to him like, hey, what's up, man? You know, hey, how's you know, how's everything going? You know, we're it's our coworkers out too. You know, our group is out together as coworkers. Just hanging out, getting drunk, you know, building, bonding, whatever. We didn't expect to see this dude. So we see him, hey, what's up, how you doing? Next to him, this dude just spins around on his on his uh stool at the bar. With his legs crossed, and when he spins around, it looks like he don't even have on underwear. Like, his shorts was so short. Oh my goodness! It made the UPS man blush. Like, like his shorts, his shorts were so short. And you know how when you cross your legs, your shorts go up higher. Yes, they so do. It looked like he had on like underwear. And he just turned around, and he was so gay. Like, and it was, it wasn't even like. Um, Look, I had the maturity of a ten year old, cause I, I, don't, I don't have any problem with homosexuality. I don't actually get mad or think it's a choice or whatever. I really don't give a fuck. But it was so openly and unabashedly gay when he turned around. He's like, and he was like, "Hello." <laughs> I lost my shit. I tried to hold my composure. I was, I was like, "Hey, uh, who's your boy? Who is your boy? <laughs> what is going on?" <laughs> it, was, it was it was the gayest thing of all time, dude. He didn't even give me like when I reached out to do the handshake. He didn't even try to give me the dude handshake. He gave me like, you know how when women curtsy, they give you that, they give you that limp wrist. Like he gave me that, John. I was like, yeah. I was like, okay, you keep the change back. Uh, thank you, brother. And uh, it was, it was weird, man. It was weird. Bro. 
Man, that's a funky situation to be in. Yeah. <laughs> Especially when it's unexpected. Yeah, right on. you try to take you off guard. And the thing is, how did your boy feel that you work with? Like, at that point, I guess he was like, oh, okay, can't sign the bag now. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, it was... It wasn't that surprising because we knew he had a little sugar in his britches. So I wasn't really surprised that he was out and that he was with a dude. It's just that the other dude was so extra. Like, put it like this. It's a bad stereotype to have, but I do have the stereotype. I looked at it like the dude that we worked with was going to be the girl in the relationship. Like, whatever relationship he got in, he would be the most feminine one. But when he was there and then the other dude was way more feminine acting... It was like, wait a minute. I had to get my mind right. Like, I did not expect this. I was expecting to meet, like, a dude that could be a preacher or something. You know, like, a more reserved type gay dude. And it was not. He was way more out there. I wonder how Fred Flintstone would deal with a gay person. Oh, hey, sure. I don't, I don't think, know. I don't think Fred was ready for all that. Him and women didn't even share the same bed. You know, in the cartoons, they had separate yeah, beds. I always thought Fred and Barney was on the low. I thought they was on the down low. Mm, because they had them fine-ass wives. They ain't spent no time with them. At all. Let's going go. to the lodge. You work with this nigga and hang out. I mean, come on. Y'all live next to each other? What are y'all doing? Every day. Y'all are Y'all was cool. This broke back up. They did have kids, though. Yeah, but you know, a lot of gay dudes got kids. <laughs> Eddie Long got kids. <laughs> that don't mean nothing. Um, uh, I, bet I saw a Twitter thing on him talking about Eddie Long wig piece. Uh, Stan, <laughs> or Richard, gay sexy, gay sex scenes. <laughs> what are you going to say, Karen? Oh, you talking about co-workers talking about, man. I had a co-worker, man. She used to sit in the queue with me. She would talk so loud. And it would be her kids. And I don't have any kids. But the whole time she was talking, I'd be like, oh, these could be my kids. Like her kids would call her for stupid stuff. Like, they'd be fighting. And they would call her, and they'd be fighting. And she was like, no, what did your brother do? Well, that's not fair. Well, when I get home, see, well, one good time you calling me on my J-O-B about some foolishness. And I got to leave my job that I'm getting paid to come home not getting paid. By the time I get through whooping ass, you will never call me unless it's something serious. Yeah, my mom didn't play that shit either. No, you taking somebody from their job? Yeah, I remember a couple of uh, times we tried to call her to break a dispute, and she told us straight up, like, when I get home, I'm going to whoop your ass. We was just like, oh, uh, wrong number, please. Uh, is this uh, is this J- Jameeri Smith? No? Oh, I'm sorry, click. Yeah, like, you, don't, you don't play that, man. I'm not taking no ass whooping over some Cheerios. Yeah, y'all need to learn how to get alone. Yeah. yeah. You know, I always thought my mom was like, I thought she would kill me every time she got, every time I got a whooping. Yeah. But to hear the intensity and see the intensity in Karen, you bring it back like horrific memories right now. <laughs> it's terrifying. I feel if nieces and nephews you got, pray for them, please. I'm doing these kids a favor by not having them. Yet. I can tell. Um, all right, so how long is Bruce Wayne gonna be 30 years old? This is just a quick thought I had. Uh, this nigga been 30 for like 40 years. And he gonna keep being 30. He was like 30 when they met. Like, like he got a look. He got Robin now. They done had like 12 Robins. And this nigga's still 30. And, and Robin I, getting young and younger. That's, how, that's, the, that's the surgery. That's what they do for him. <laughs> Maybe that's that's that super, Botox. I think, <laughs> I think his superpower is staying 30 years old. Like they say he don't have no superpowers. 
He got some superpowers. He ain't got no gray. He don't have, no, 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 nothing. Does he drink black bat blood or something? Yeah, because they did, make, they did make Spider-Man go from a teenager on up to yeah. getting his own Everybody career. else had to grow up, but not Batman. He been 30 well, since they, the day he started. They did have one Batman when he was older. Batman Beyond. Yeah, that cartoon that didn't last long. But the majority of his shit, he's still thirty. And even in Batman Beyond, he was fighting his shit. Yeah, well, and he was like in the future, but still like okay, thirty five now. Right? Yeah. <laughs> it's like eighty five more years. The year two thousand and ninety. Batman is grown to an old age of forty two years old. <laughs> he's taking on a young lad. Like they got flying backpacks and shit, and this nigga still. Living, was swinging around. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, back can go. They was like they've been to uh-huh. other, they've been to other planets and shit. There's aliens on the on the in Gotham. This motherfucker's still alive, <laughs> holding on. Um, all right, so you know it was Columbus Day Monday, and everybody was just having to go on a fucking rant. It happens every year on every form of social media. You have what I like to call the laziest form of outrage, internet outrage. They hate for no reason at all, too. Yeah. And see, my whole thing was, I used to think it was because people wanted the day off. Which I think is a a perfectly good reason to hate. That's why I was angry. I wanted the day off. Yeah, I'm angry at my job. I give a fuck about Christopher Columbus. I'm saying it's not recognized more. Yeah, and what I was trying, I wrote a blog post like maybe a little over a year ago, and my whole point was, if everybody would just come together and agree, yes, Columbus Day is fucked up, but it's no more fucked up than anything else we celebrate, then we would actually all be able to get the day off. Yeah, don't we get single de Mayo? Sometimes. <laughs> not in my not, job. Not my job, but some, some jobs do. But you you get you get everything we agree on. We agree that veterans are important. You get the day off. You know, we, my job don't do that. Mm-hmm. Y'all don't get veterans day off? Don't they got, like, multiple holidays, too? I, you sure y'all don't get veterans day off? I promise you, my job got six holidays. First of the year, Christmas, Memorial Day, 4th of July, and oh, Thanksgiving. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Memorial Day is also for dead soldiers. Okay. So, so look, but I'm saying, shit we can agree on. So, yeah. Soldiers dying for our country, for our freedom. Hey, let's all take a break. Labor Day. Hey, man, we've been working all year. Why don't we all take a day off? Why, why do we have to argue over like, but, you know, Columbus Day is kind of, well, you know what, fuck you then, nigga, go to work. That's what, that's what they're doing to us. Half of us go to work and half of us don't. It's all because some of us want to recognize it and some of us want to be dickholes. Yeah, one thing about my job, my job does not discriminate. Mm-mm. We don't do Cinco de Mayo. We don't do Martin Luther King Day. We don't yeah, do I've never had a job that got Cinco de Mayo off. Think, does anybody get MLK Day off either? Some job. I, I used to in my old job, but that's another one. Boy, that's- because we can't all agree. Some people get it off. And some people don't. don't. And that's exactly what's happening with all these companies. They just using us against each other. So I put that out there in my blog. Like, look, let's break down a Columbus game. Columbus is a piece of shit. I agree. I, no one's defending it. Well, but he's he also... Really at fault? Right, is first of all, really at fault? First of all, he gets the blame for everything. If you really want to look at it, Thanksgiving Day is way more shameful than anything Columbus ever did. But, um... Alright, so you got Columbus, who's who's a piece of shit. I I agree he's a piece of shit. But I'm giving him his props, too, because he did some things that none of us niggas are willing to do right now. Like, traveling to the unknown when they actually thought the world was fucking flat and he was just going to fall off the edge. Ah, Do you know the kind of braveness you need to fucking have to just be like, I'm going to keep going? How long are we going to keep going, boss? Till we see something. 
Tell either we fall yeah. off <laughs> We either will fall off the edge of this motherfucker or we, gonna see or we will see something. That was Columbus. He also went into a land where he was like, I don't know nobody here. Yep. I, I, there's neighborhoods I don't go to. I know it's so. There's streets I won't go down. And this motherfucker is like, Mm, an untamed continent. Yeah, I'll check it out. And not only that, but after he saw people running around with spears and bow and arrows, knives and shit. Yeah, this is before. He before. actually talked to him like, no, I'm going in the opposite direction. I right. see a bunch of motherfuckers with weapons. Yeah, and like Karen said, uh, what say that again? I said this is before Google and MapQuest and all that. Yeah, stuff. he was you like, really lost back then. He wasn't looking this shit up. No, you know what I'm saying like, no, no, no latitude, two lines, none of that going I mean, on. And, he, and I don't think. He's the smartest motherfucker in the world. I mean, he named them the Indians, and we keep calling him that because he thought he was in fucking India. <laughs> like, uh, we, and it, it doesn't make us any better that we're still doing that shit. Like, it's hard to say Native American. It's too long. The thing is, is because they don't stand up for it. Yeah, well, how many of them is left to stand? Yeah, not a whole lot. Like, when you kill a bunch we of motherfuckers, them out. yeah, you can name them whatever you want to. They got broke. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we did. We we uh beat him up, wrapped him up in the circus, and y'all on the stage here. Seriously, create casinos. Yeah, it, it, it's <laughs> the equivalent. What they did to him. Y'all can't go nowhere else. It's the equivalent of raping somebody and then throwing twenty dollars on them. Right? <laughs> Clean yourself up, bitch. Like that's that's what we did to the Indians. We got boomerang. <laughs> we, I mean white people. But, <laughs> but you know what I mean. We like boomerang. Yeah, but but like okay, so all right, Columbus Day is fucked up, right? You, if that's the dude that we want to blame for everything. Alright. Well, then how come I see so many of these same motherfuckers twitting little pictures on, on Thanksgiving with they fucking pot roast and they turkeys and all this shit? Oh, that's not a fucked up holiday? <laughs> the holiday when we were all going to die, all the white people that came to America was going to die, and the Indians was like, hey man. Don't worry, we got you. We'll hook y'all up with some food. And we was like, oh, no problem, dog. Take these smallpox blankets. And um, <laughs> how about you give us all your land for some bees? And they were like, nobody owns the land. That's silly, white man. It was like, well, you just take the bees and get off my fucking yard. <laughs> but but that's not fucked up. We can take two days off of that shit. That's cool. Are you it fucking saying Friday? And have a shopping holiday now. Yeah. <laughs> Go along with it. Where, where are the fucking angry tweets on Thanksgiving? Nowhere to be found because everybody's gorging themselves like fucking hypocrites. A month ago, you was mad at, at the world <laughs> for celebrating Columbus Day, which you probably didn't get off anyway. I, I, and, I don't care. No. And nobody giving the days back. I ain't never seen nobody go, you know what? I'm going to work Thursday because fuck the how we did them Indians. That's wrong. And no, take your day off. You know what, too? And they celebrate Halloween. Like, yeah. a lot of people take off work so they can take their kids trick-or-treating. During the fucking day. These motherfuckers are stupid. I don't saying it's stupid. It, Christmas is the most fucking materialistic anti-Jesus holiday <laughs> on the calendar. On the entire fucking calendar. They get a week off for that. Yeah, they could not be a more sacrilegious event than Christmas. And here we are celebrating a socialist by going out and buying a bunch of shit and giving it to our kids and spoiling them and treating them rotten and celebrating excess. And then y'all had the nerve to get mad about Columbus Day. Nope. And then we top it off 
with one day a year where jobs condone letting people off work because they know they got drunk the night yeah. before. What yeah. the fuck? How the fuck is that allowed? No, they be like, you know what? Get your shit together. Yeah. <laughs> Come on in to work. Yeah, you were so fucked up that, that, you know what? Everybody gets the day off. <laughs> Everybody. Fuck it. But nothing's wrong with that holiday. That Actually, you know what? New Year's Day might be the most purest holiday we have. It's the one holiday we were like, you know, we're Americans and we're going to get fucked up. <laughs> so don't even pretend. Let's not even pretend the next day that we can come to work. That's the one day a year, the next day you know you can drug test. Yeah, <laughs> everybody, everybody going to fail. fail. Everybody going to fail. Everybody but me because my black ass be sleep. Roger, no, I, I don't see midnight. <laughs> I don't, I'm not big on holidays. The thing is, I'm not big on any holidays. But it's really fucking stupid to claim one is evil and the rest are good. I just, want the, I just want the day off work. I don't give a damn what holiday it is. That's how I ended it my could blog. Be Indian day. That's how I ended my blog post. Somebody tried to write me back about how evil Columbus was. Nigga, I know. I put that in the post. You're not uh, giving me uh, news. But what did really Columbus do? Was he... He, man, he like did some fucked up shit. He chopped off people's arms and shit because they ain't bring them gold. He was raping motherfuckers. He was an evil okay, motherfucker. so he was a pirate then, basically. But yeah, he was a pirate. He was an evil motherfucker. He was I a get it. But but you're not. All I'm saying is you're not telling me something new. I guess what I'm saying is, did he do any more than the Viking did? When they all they did was run around killing motherfuckers. Yeah, I don't know, man. I, I mean, I don't celebrate because we named this shit. We named several places in the U.S. <laughs> after Columbus. Minnesota got Vikings. You know what I'm saying? We celebrate all kinds of shit. Yeah, you're right. Columbia, South Carolina, Columbus, Ohio. We, I mean, we're, first, we're celebrating a bunch of motherfuckers who came to this country and just killed people. Charlotte oh. is the queen. You yes, know what I'm saying? Is. Like we're celebrating the fact that we was like, hey, white people own this shit. All our cities are named after them. <laughs> Why are we acting like this one time is the worst time of all? Get on board so we can get the fucking day off. I don't want to <laughs> work. That's right. Hold on, Karen. Why you throw slime at the um? Excuse me. Why you throw some um? Jive, shade. Yeah. Some shade. What's up? What's that old school term for slime? Though? What's that? <laughs> uh, just use Why shade. Why you talking now. jive about the yeah, Washington Redskins? <laughs> yeah. No, I'm, I mean he was naming the Vikings and all that stuff. I was like, we watching the Redskins, picking on the Indians. Oh, we are gonna get to the Redskins in a little. Oh, we are not picking on the Redskins. I got something else to say about the Redskins. <laughs> um, oh, by the way, for those listening, Justin is a Re- Justin is a Redskins. Fan. Oh no, it was nothing against him. He was talking about the Vikings. Hey, he was talking about the Indians. Um, all right. Voting Indians. Is it me? Is it just me or when we do? Guess the race with the news. White people are the superheroes of Guess the Race. Just because when I the more improbable the shit in the story <laughs> is, the more we're likely we are to say they were white. We're like, hey, this man was drunk, jumped out of a car, fell onto another car, jumped out of that car, we was and he ran into a field and talked to the police, police tackled him, didn't even arrest him, sent him home. We'd be like, he was white. <laughs> Yeah, he was white. Any superhero <laughs> shit. He jumped off a building and almost died, but then he got up and went home. I bet he was white. Like, yes, sir. There's no like when it's we, black, we assume everything. Like, oh, he what? died, right? He got he shot. He, 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 he wrestled an alligator. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he got shot in the leg, right? Yeah, yeah. He, yeah. Jumped, he, he jumped into a pit of snakes to save a little dog. <laughs> like, oh, oh did, did he die? Nope. No. Guess he was a white Look, man. It ain't no guess. That motherfucker was white. <laughs> like, like the other day. don't end well. Like we probably had like four or five stories in the history of this podcast, maybe even more, where people came back and was like, that's a black dude. And I was like, what? Like when there was like uh, the Samurai brother that was went, wanted like went to the deli 
with a samurai sword. Yeah. Had a four-hour hostage standoff with police. Police did not kill him. With a sword? With a sword. Police just like, I think they tasered him and then they put him in a car. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's a white dude. And he's watching too much Bruce Lee. It was a brother. It was a brother. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, this is a quick one. Democrats keep running these ads against themselves. <laughs> this is why I can't fuck with Democrats, man. Like, I'm firmly independent and I will be probably for the rest of my life because Republicans, they, until they get away from these religious people and, of course, the racist history of Republicans, but until they get away from the fucking religious people, I gotta back off of y'all. I can't have religion legislated in the law. I don't mind people doing religious shit to themselves, but when you start trying to, like, religiousize the pussy out of America and Trying to get, trying to keep gay people from being happy. Hey man, go fuck yourself. See, I don't need these blue rules. See, I plan on switching to Republican, not for any of those reasons other than financially. See, right. that's the thing. Like, I feel like, and it's sad because it's gotten to the point where, in order to be fiscally conservative and responsible, you almost have to align yourself with the Republican Party. But it's fucked up though because, you know me, I'm a principled motherfucker. I'm the kind of dude that says. I don't care if it's a billion dollars, you can't fuck me in the ass. So, them just being financially conservative <laughs> is not that. enough. You say that till you see the money on the table. See, that's what sounds sound like my white friends, Justin. I don't know. There's listen, nothing listen. that I'm, I'm convinced. There's nothing you can do. I, I say that too. There's nothing you can but do. I, I've never seen the money on the table. Even if I saw the money, dog. Even if I saw the money. There's nothing. I, you can't make me do anything. I understand that. You can't make me do anything. I That's all I'm saying. But with a billion dollars stacked up in this fucking room, like like Brewster's millions, and you see that money, don't matter. That's like the dudes who are like, uh, you know, when I'm like, man, I wouldn't cheat on my wife, and they're like, no. Even if the girl just walked in the house and just opened her legs, nigga, I said no. That's what different. the fuck else do I need to do? That's like, That's no, different. it's not different. It's the same, That's like. You full of shit. You say that, but what did it happen? Nigga, it just, I'm just saying, it don't matter the scenario. I made a promise, I'm not gonna break it. All I'm saying is, in the situation of a billion dollars on the table, I'm gonna at least think about it. I'm not saying it's gonna happen. I'm not gonna do it. But I'm honest enough with myself that I would be like, hmm, a billion dollars, right? But no, the, I'll pass, I'll pass. The but, assumption in what you just said. But I just was like, the, hmm. the loaded assumption in what you just said is that I'm not honest <laughs> with myself. I'm honest with myself to tell y'all walk the fuck out the room and never think about it. I'll be like, Karen, them motherfuckers in there crazy. <laughs> they in there trying to fuck you in the ass for a million dollars. And Justin would be like, oh, what, what door was that again? No. Door number three? No. Justin would be like, I'll be like, a million dollars? And you just walked out? You didn't think about it? You didn't see no contract? The only, the only time that I would think about it is when I had to tell other people I, what I did because they wouldn't be able to grasp <laughs> that I did. I, like, but it's just it's the same thing to me where it's like certain shit I'm just not going to do. So if I make up my mind and not do it, I'm not going to do it. So I can't ever see myself, back to the subject, I can't see myself just siding with Republicans on, just because of fiscal issues, because of the other shit, man. Like, I want to. They... Like, they don't understand how many black people and minorities would love to be Republican. Yeah. But then it's like, okay, so I can be Republican, cool, alright. So let me see what kind of examples of good brothers y'all got. Oh, Michael Steele, ooh. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if I can roll with that. Completely selfish in my... I'm, listen, completely selfish in my reasoning for saying yeah, I'm thinking most, about. And I feel like most of my friends are because most of the ones that would identify as conservative or Republican 
Um, and I would even say I'm kind of conservative. Most people that would identify conservative or Republican specifically cite finance. You know what I'm saying? Which I, I, I understand. I get it. But I can't do it. Like, I, it's just too much craziness. Like, if my financial shit has to have me support Sarah Palin, then I can't do it. It's like, and, I, and it's like, as I watched them tell me how Sarah Palin wasn't that bad, I was like, what the fuck is wrong with you? I can't I, be on that side of the fence. I have that, to be independent. I guess I'm not that far over. <laughs> well, I'm, <laughs> well, I'm rationalizing. That bad. I'm not over there while I'm rationalizing. Yeah, I have Sarah friends Palin. that have actually been like, uh, you know, John McCain ain't that old. I mean, he'll probably still be around in four I'm years. I'm shocked he's not dead now. I was like, are again. y'all serious? It was like, yeah. And I was like, Sarah Palin is a heartbeat, a missed heartbeat from being president of the United States if you vote Republican. Man, I'm cool with that. Fuck it, man. Money don't mean that much to me, apparently. It must <laughs> just not. I got a limit. I, certain shit I roll with them on. Certain she, shit I can't. I don't think she'd ever win president. But the other side is, me. I can never fuck with Democrats because they are some pussies. Damn. They the dude at the court that when they get fouled real hard, and you be like, man, you just gonna take that? And they be like, I guess, you know, just game. Like, nigga, just, what are you doing? And, and, you bleeding right now. You, you, yeah, you bleeding in my face. And, Why aren't you mad? And they can say what they want, but ever since Bill Clinton was one of the few Democrats that was like, whenever they went at him, he went back at them. Yeah. You I, know, I don't know if that made sense. Like, he didn't they tried to, well, they, had, they had to try to take him out. Because of how gangster he was, like they was yeah. like, well, we need to get though. this motherfucker impeached. Look at his wife. I mean, people can say what they want. Obviously, Bill Clinton had some balls, and he ran the relationship because Hillary is a, a dominant, strong female. Yeah, I, I, I mean, they have a political yeah, party. They had her going off on. I think somebody asked her a question about her husband. Boy, she snapped. She said, "Look, <laughs> I am Secretary of the State, <laughs> not yeah. Bill Clinton." She was nasty. Um, sharp tongue, sharp tongue. All right, next thing. Speaking of white people, mm-hmm. how many white people has Disney inadvertently killed by teaching them that all animals are friendly? <laughs> um, show tunes, singing, dancing in the jungle, <laughs> type animals. Like how many times? Like you read a story like about probably once a week or every two weeks or some motherfucker being like, so he went to go pet the lion, <laughs> and you just like, what? What film did you watch? What was it that set you off when you was like, no, man, Akuna Matata, it's cool. I'm going to go over here for a second. Ah! Ah! I, I, I think that's a cultural thing. Maybe it's just me. But most black people, with the exception of a few of like my family members, don't really screw with animals, period. They just don't mess yeah, with All animals. black people. It's, no, I, like I got some family members, they love animals. They keep their house No, 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 no. I'm talking about wild animals. Yeah. I ain't talking about oh, like cats. Yeah, he's talking about like after you want about, shark tail, you don't. Get out the water when a shark comes. Exactly. Oh, oh, you talking about them type of animals? Oh, hell no. Yeah, you don't really see a lot of it's, stories of like it's cultural. Yeah, it's cultural. It's, it's mainly because black people don't go to the beach because they can't swim. Right. They think they can't afford shit like a trip or a vacation. Right. Um, we don't go into the woods randomly. I'm right. Mess with the woods. <laughs> mm. But I blame Disney because like they like these white people must watch like Ducktales or Chippendale Rescue Rangers and they like. You know, Baloo looks like a nice bear. And that shit takes them when they're like five. It don't happen when they're like 50. It's like you're five and you go, bears ain't nothing to be scared of. Next thing you know, you in the woods getting eight. It's all private school kids. But, <laughs> but my thing is that black children see this same thing. Exactly. But their parents be like, you know this ain't real. Right. Black kids you go notice, to, you know like bears black do kids, attack. Black kids go to private school too. 
And even them black kids don't go get killed they, by wolves and shit. They be kind of confused, though. Well, they be they, confused, like, why are these white people going in the woods? Because white people go camping, right? Uh-huh. That's true. Um, That's true. And see, in public school, white kids be like, wait a minute. If jungle, half is what this public school system is like. I'm not going. <laughs> I'm not going to the woods. It's like school. The funniest, <laughs> one, the funniest situations to me are on these, like, Discovery Channel, like, expeditions, where they have, like, one white dude and, like, in the background, it's like 80 niggas. <laughs> you know, they never show the niggas. They always, they barely get in the cameras. 80 of them, like, pointing to the white man, like, they go to the line. <laughs> and then all the black people stand way back. That's what you do. Yeah, and watch you get yeah. attacked. And because they, they're like, your ass is going fucking with something that we live here. <laughs> we live here, we don't fuck with. We live here, not only do we live here, we know where it's at. Like, you can pay <laughs> exactly. us to point you to it, but that's as far as we go. But the white dude, I remember I watched one uh, one expedition in particular where he was looking for like some type of ape or something, and he's like going into the jungle, and then, he, then they kind of cut, they had to stop the film, and you can see him talking to the, his guys, and the guys are like, nah, we ain't going in there. <laughs> and he's like, alright then. So then they do some narration, and he's like, as I went further into the jungle, the Machichis decided not to go with me. I was like, you are a dumb motherfucker. Yeah, these are natives. They cross yeah. their territorial line, which is... Yeah. <laughs> and that's known how the story goes. They no. call the lions the man-eater. No, they know better. Yeah, yeah Orida, and Orida, what's really funny to me, and maybe this is just me, is when they do the underwater expeditions, and you had to do it in like a barred cage mm-hmm. with like the shark floating around him, and he has like red meat, and I'm thinking... Aren't you afraid to get bit? Yeah. Maybe that's just me. The red meat is the blood and the red meat in the water to a shark is called an appetizer. <laughs> the dude in the cage is the main course. Well, at first of all, I have a problem being that deep underwater. Right. And the only thing that's keeping me safe is this little machine yeah. that I can't really reach yeah. the controls of because it's so far on my fucking back. Yeah. Like, suppose he bump it and the shark or whatever hit that. Like, you yeah. underwater, you can, you're not going to make it to the surface. And I've seen one where sharks actually got in the cage with this dude, and he would have to guide it back out. Like, oh, you just have to be calm. No, <laughs> you would be dead. You're lucky. You're lucky you got a dumb shark. Um, <laughs> Did he get the retard shark? Yeah. He's like, what am I doing in here? He's like, oh, just turn back that way. Kenny. You know, his boys are like, eat him. Eat him. Yeah. Shark, shark went crazy. The shark went no. shark. Yeah. They was like, this is not shark week. Get him next week. Yeah. <laughs> All right, man. So um, I have a problem with the Cleveland show. I've been okay. trying oh, to watch horrible. it. I've been trying to watch it for going on however many seasons of one season. You'll and, watch that, but you won't watch the office. No, I'm done with Cleveland show too. I've, I've tried, man, um, because I do like Family Guy and whatnot. But uh, I always did think it's kind of weird they gave Cleveland his own show. And my hope was, okay, this will be like the Black Family Guy where they use a lot of Black references and the Black experience in America. But the writing on the show feels like white people wrote it about black people. Like, it doesn't feel authentic. Well, you know it's going to be horrible when they put a bear in And they changed the sun. Yeah, that, that, that stuff, that, that didn't bother me that much. What bothered me is, like, there's no true references to black culture. Like, it's it feels like an observer writing about something they never lived. It's, it's like how, it's like if a white dude or somebody that lived in the suburbs watched a fucking video for Cash Money and then tried to write about Cash Money's life. Like, well, I bet Lil Wayne does such and such. Like, but do you know that? 
or you know what I'm saying like do you like there's no rev like there's iconic imagery in black America you know what I'm saying that's Shaft the Mac there's the last dragon Mm-hmm. There's all the Bruce Lee's movies. Foxy Brown for all you ladies. Yeah, out there. there's uh, shit. There's shit that black people just reference like with the like well, like that. You know what I'm saying? I can just even Friday. I know Friday. Exactly. Friday. Um. Yeah. You. You know. Uh, House party. The, yeah. Yeah. Um. The Jeffersons. Um. There's so much stuff that even though white people did see these things, I don't know that they lived these things, and I don't know that like the experience of like good times. Really sunk in or living single, right? So it just feels like their writing room isn't the same writers as, like, say, Martin's writing room, which which probably had an authentic black experience in there. And you sprinkle in white people too to get other views on it, but it's mostly like we're purposely writing this show from a black perspective. This is an African American perspective here. I don't get that feeling from Cleveland show. I feel like it's the black jokes from from Family Guy. Put it to a 30 minute context and just be like, there you go. This is what we think. It's, well, you knew it was going to be wet. Like I say, because they took creative control and changed those few things, mm-hmm. it's like, who allowed that? Like, that's not a good choice. That was, that's definitely going to lead to other poor choices in the episode. Maybe, um, man. I mean, I was hopeful, so maybe I was just blinded by my hope. They turned the hoe into a housewife. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, it is very, I mean, not to be funny, it is very, um, it's, it just doesn't relate to black culture. And I think it's like putting blackface on Family Guy's characters. You know what I'm saying? Like, hey, what if what if Peter was black? That's basically how they took it. And where in the Family Guy, though, I buy it because it comes off authentic. Because no matter what they try to do, it's like, this is still our white view of black culture. So they have a whole episode about Peter's ancestor who was a slave. I'm never offended by that because I'm like, yeah, I get it. This is how white people see slavery, and this is what they see funny in this joke, and they're willing to step out there. And but I'm cool with that. With Cleveland, it's like that's I keep thinking, and maybe it's just my own mind, but I'm like, this is not how black people view shit like this. <laughs> you know, like what Justin made a good example of the whole turning hole into a housewife thing, where his wife mm-hmm. is, you know, like this former very promiscuous chick and. She's baby mama type shit like that. And you're like, okay, how would that be viewed in the black community? Is different from the jokes they're making on this show. The jokes they're making are more like the jokes you have on American Dad, where Francine used to be a hoe in high school, and they make jokes about her having a wild, crazy childhood. But then you're like, black people don't view that the same way. They view that as, well, now you're kind of lesser of a person. You can't just do that shit, have kids, and come back and be normal. And I'm not marrying you. Yeah, <laughs> like, it, it's married. just different. And, you know, or just, like, the shit where Cle- And maybe it's because they don't want to get too dirty. Because, you know, with Boondocks, first of all, the authenticity is always there because of who's writing it. Yes. And who's acting in it. But um, with a show like Boondocks, it you're comes- able to get a little more edgy because you're purposely trying to get to the edge. Like, the whole point of Boondocks is, let's get to the most offensive thing about this and examine that. Whereas, with Cleveland, it's like, it is on a network show. Maybe they're just trying to be safe. But then it's like, why do it at all? True. You know? They, I think they, they trying to force they trying to force feed you this product that's, that's not working. And yeah. the fact they got two seasons, amazing. It is kind of amazing. Because Futurama, when it first came out, I think it got one season. I don't know how many it did. I mean, I, I'm, I, don't, I doubt that this uh, show... 
uh, gets canceled because it's basically part of Seth MacFarlane's deal where they gave him basically an hour and a half of Sunday night programming at American Dad, Family Guy, yeah. Cleveland. Like, it probably doesn't even matter how good or bad the shows do. It's like, fuck it, man. This is your hour and a half. Do what you want. All right. Um, This lady at my job is pregnant or was pregnant. She was really training somebody on the day she went into labor. Like, she was, like, having contractions and training somebody at the same time. And the whole time I kept thinking, like, do I need to quit this job? <laughs> like, what is maternity leave here? Is it 45 minutes at lunch? Is, you know. It's a little bit on one side that she had have job security. Yeah. Yeah. I need to wait till the last second. Um, You're an ass. I feel, yo, I feel bad for the baby. We talked about those. We talked about those minors yesterday, right? Or last time, mm-hmm. me and you, I think, talked about it. Where the minors had their mistresses and their wives showing up. Yeah, they were saying they got baby mamas and okay. everybody showing up. So if, if I'm a minor right now in any country and I'm hearing this podcast, get your life straight now. <laughs> Don't wait till you get trapped. When this crazy woman comes forward, get your alibi tight so that you already have a story from the hole. So when you pop up, it's all good. Don't start. Thinking about the shit once the shit collapses. That's the wrong time to come up with the lie. It probably was the last one to come up too. Yeah. Oh, it's more than one now. Oh, it's, it's like yeah. two or three of them. But I, I guarantee you, like, nah, you age before beauty. <laughs> yeah. Once they start offering up that money, it was crazy. And then, yeah. And they said the women out there fighting and showing out. And, and I said this on uh, the morning Joe's this morning, but I, I said it again because I mean it. Um, the dude I feel the worst for in all this is Eddie Long. <laughs> Cause he went all the way down to Chile to see about them them young minors, and then he found out there was really some grown men. Yes, and, and he was so like, "What the fuck?" Then the wrong minors. Yeah, he's like, "This is not how." Dirty. Why didn't y'all spell this right? Yes, they are not moms. Sorry, to this point. And my last point, which is actually about the Redskins, um, if radio waves travel slowly throughout the universe, which they do, right? So there's other life on other planets. If they're receiving our radio transmissions, they're behind. Mm-hmm. Who's gonna be the first person to tell them that the Redskins and Cowboys kind of fell off? Cause they used to run shit. Like they would not believe. They would not believe you if you was like, "Yeah, man, the Redskins ain't made. Uh, haven't actually been to the Super Bowl in like 15 years." They'd be like, "What?" Could you imagine if I know they Redskins? Yeah, I can't imagine aliens with 92 and 93. Yeah, I can't imagine like aliens and Cowboys and Redskins gear. Number one Romo finger going. What? Not even Romo. They would have like Troy Aikman in the strip jersey. It'd be like, yeah, so now they kind of haven't won a playoff game in a while. I think they're one in like uh, 13. Sorry to to disappoint you. Going to the playoffs this year, though. Yeah, okay. Alright. It, it, it'll be like that episode of, uh, what was it, Futurama, where the aliens came down and made them interact the end of an episode. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh, there was an episode of Futurama where the uh, aliens were getting Ally McBeal so late that when it got canceled, they didn't realize it was canceled, so they came to Earth and were like, Y'all finished this show, but it, the show was like <laughs> it was show was like a thousand years old at that point, so they had to pretend to finish it. All right, man. So let's uh, I have some audio I want to play. So I gotta move the mic real quick. Mm-hmm. So y'all might have to talk up a little bit, but uh, let's go ahead and uh, get into this audio. I got like three different clips. Um, here's the first one. Oh, I might want to turn this down. This is loud. You lost everything. 
Eberhard Cryer is a broken man with a broken heart, a widower who thought he'd found love through the internet after his wife of 34 years died of cancer a year and a half ago. Did you really believe that this woman was in love with you? Yes, this was what I believed. Heather Humphreys became alarmed when her father started becoming more and more secretive about emails and other contacts he had with a woman calling herself Lisa Kelly, supposedly living in the African country of Ghana. But it wasn't just that. All told, he spent how much money? Like, it's, I think it's about almost $300,000. Cryer now reveals he traveled to London 14 times over the past year, thinking he would be rendezvousing with his love, who claimed she'd invested his money in accounts in Ghana. And when she didn't show up, didn't something go off in your head that something was wrong here? Now, y'all can't see this picture, but this picture is like the whitest white girl of all time. But she, she claims to live in Ghana. Ghana. <laughs> yeah. She ain't got no tan, dog. I didn't even know up in my head. I wasn't in love with her. Love was blind. His last trip, the end of July. Four o'clock in the morning, I got a phone call saying he's in London. No way to get home. They picked him up walking on the highway. Cryer was briefly checked into a psychiatric hospital by his family. By that time, he'd lost his home to foreclosure, forced to move in with his daughter, her husband, and their three children. He was wow. sending her 1600 a day while going through her dad's finances. And you know, they were all dependent on this motherfucker's money, right? Oh, yeah, they were waiting on him to die. Yeah, they was like, you did what? <laughs> you need to check yourself in a psychiatric hospital. You crazy. There's no way in hell he'd have moved in with me and my wife. I no, like nigga, you on your own. I Stay in here. We we fell out about this. Me and the wife, I was like, listen, I know this your daddy and all. You need to go to one of your sisters. <laughs> <laughs> Heather says she got the shock of her life. This was his pension. This money, this hundred and fifteen thousand dollars, is gone. They have it. It's all gone. Everything. How much money? The family contacted us after we aired a story about a Yonkers man who had stolen money from his son and then committed suicide after being victimized in a similar kind of romance scam. Wow. Yo, man, I blame all this shit on Viagra. These old white people are like 70 years old. These old white dudes trying to fuck and basically getting fleeced out of their money. Yeah, because that bitch look like she on the picture. Like she in her early 20s. 20s. And this yeah. Old yeah. They get why would she even watch you? The other thing is, why the fuck is he on the internet anyway? How does he even know how to operate the computer? You know how they have names. You know how they have child age limits for like child safe restrictions. They should have the same thing for old people. Yeah. Like you can't go to dating sites, uh, Grandpa. You don't get to, you don't get to click on the link. I'm sorry. Yeah, if he was still operating the business, I could see him needing the internet. Right. But other than that, what do you need to do on the internet? Sitting in his house trying to get some strange for and, a little change. Andy Griffin, come on, channel 19. Watch it. Watch it. Watch it. Yeah. I didn't steal. Or I didn't myself. You didn't steal and you didn't kill yourself. How do you look at these people? Oh, I think they're monsters. Why are these people getting rich on, you know, destroying families? It destroys families. But what everybody tells you, it happens all the time. Why aren't we doing things to stop it? Heather says early on when she suspected the scam, she tried to get help, even contacting the FBI. When I call the FBI, they're like, well, just tell them to stop. It's another country. We have no jurisdiction. There's nothing we can do for you. They're asking, why can't you do something? Yo, man, conspiracy theory time. I think the FBI be in on this shit. <laughs> Every time this shit happens, they be like, yeah, it's another country, dog. You just got robbed. Like, what? Now, you know if, you, if they robbed somebody that mattered, 
They would have the drop squad over there getting our motherfucking money back. Because they would trace them ISP addresses. Yes. The thing is, these people, you know they probably had to take us a few retakes. Yeah. Instead of like them niggas Yeah. Africa, yeah, she like, kept oh, saying these oh, people. Oh, oh, oh. Call them these people or something. Yeah. <laughs> you can't hear that. Did you hear the part when they was like he was walking down the highway? What was he going to get to the ocean and then try to swim home? Like, <laughs> <laughs> he was walking down the highway like the end of the fucking The Hulk back in the day. <laughs> that music playing. Yeah. He's like, anybody uh, going back to America? Can I get a ride? <laughs> The FBI can't go arrest people in other countries. And the FBI's Richard Coco says internet scammers come and go so fast, it's almost impossible to track them. The simplest thing is don't fall prey to it. There's no reason to it. It's an education thing. And that's what you can do today. Your story will help us educate people. Do you realize now this was a scam? Yep. <laughs> Like you know he didn't even have a passport until this shit. Alright, so I got another video too, man. Somebody sent this to us on uh Facebook. And for the first time, some Marigny Circle residents see the video that deputies say shows what really happened to Javon Rakestraw. KATC's Sean Klein shares their reactions tonight. Sean. Well, Hoyt Marcel, I got mixed reaction from the residents in the Doosan neighborhood where a 28-year-old man was tased on Monday night. Now, some question the length of time that that deputy used the electronic control device. Others question the need for a taser at all. He's a that was uncalled for. Those who live in Marigny's circle react to parts of this video taken from a dashboard camera mounted in the deputy's cruiser. Those who knew Javon Rakestraw see this as excessive force. We talk about justice. He didn't, he didn't have a gun, he didn't have a knife, he didn't have no mace, there was no reason to do that. We justice, man, that's not justice. For many of those around Marigny's circle, it was their first time watching this video. But they say the sheriff's evidence isn't convincing, and they're not changing their mind. It still don't change because I feel like it's his life. His life is gone. There's no bringing him back. Why y'all had to tease him? That wasn't cool. Why y'all couldn't mace him? So you think it went a little too far? Yeah, it went, it went a whole lot too far. When I asked neighborhood resident Patrick Nichols if he thought Rakestraw resisted arrest, he said yes. But he blames fear of law enforcement. People don't resist because... They just doing something wrong. People resist because we scared of these people. Scared of the police who are there to protect them. In Doosan, Sean Klein, KATC, TV3. Now autopsy results of Rake Straw's injuries are expected to be back in the next four to six weeks. Live in the newsroom, Sean Klein, KATC, TV3. Thank you, Sean. Now, we posted that dashboard video on our Facebook page, and you watched it, and you still had questions. KETC Sean Klein took a couple of those questions to the sheriff's office, and we want to warn... What do you think the questions were? What the fuck? <laughs> you, some of the video you are about to see was taken from the dash cam tape, and you may consider it graphic. But how long does a tase usually last? Uh, normally, um, if I understand right, it's probably about a five-second burst. Is the officer trained to know when things are starting to go wrong and to stop tasing? You know, you're talking about trying to speculate on a whole bunch of different things. Uh, obviously, the officer is going to make those observations while he's there. And I'm sure if he was aware of a legitimate reason why someone wasn't cooperating, 
obviously he's not going to deploy the taser again because the person wouldn't be a threat. Now, as we talked to residents near Marigny Circle this afternoon, they asked us why police take such a large interest in their neighborhood. Well, here are the statistics. I like how um, the news is stirring shit up. Like they're like yes, they're like they uh, like me and Justin at the basketball court. Sometimes people will get into it and they're not gonna fight or anything. But then me <laughs> and Justin will start asking questions and saying stuff that makes it worse. Like you know these niggas don't like police and police don't like these niggas in particular in this story. But you the news is over there. Like hold my iPhone and look at it. <laughs> look look closer. Dude. They probably didn't even have to do that. What do you think? Let me turn on the camera. Look how long he's holding the taser. Yeah, you can't even tell if that's excessive force or not. What do you think? They're saying it's not. That and then then it's they go. Like he's cooperating. Then they're going to the police and going like, yeah, why do you uh, bother these poor nice people? <laughs> and I'm sure the police are like, cause these motherfuckers are criminals. Not all of them, but a lot of them. Just the past four months, the area accounts for more than 20% of violent crimes in the Lafayette Sheriff's Office jurisdiction. The majority of the crimes are burglaries and property damage, but deputies also are called to respond to gunshots, assaults, and narcotics incidents. We'll tell you what deputies are doing to help keep the neighborhood crime-free coming up at 6 o'clock. According to Amnesty International, taser guns were linked to 337 deaths from 2001 to 2008. That number. That is not a lot to me. <laughs> I know that, like, they always try to compile the numbers yeah. over, like, an average of, like, 10 years and be like, it was responsible for 300 deaths. Like, about so wait. Seven years? Yeah, like, it's seven years, about 300 deaths. How many times did you have to tase somebody? And it's hard. All those stats are skewed. It's like, 365 days in a year. I want to know what are the statistics for when you had to shoot somebody. That's how much death I, happened from that shit. Because that is that is the alternative. Do not lose focus because this dude died, which yeah. is unfortunate and sad. But don't lose focus because this dude was resisting arrest. They tased him and he died. And, and two. Like, resisting arrest does not mean you pull your weapon out. Normally, uh, excessive force means because that person has a weapon. Right. Not because it's fist versus fist. Like, right. <laughs> like, you can't use your weapon against a fist. That don't and, and the thing is, like, cops aren't about uh, even. Like, too often you hear people say, like, man, he didn't even have his gun. Why they shoot him? Because cops aren't about getting even. They're about solving problems. <laughs> Stop fucking with the cops. If they trying to arrest you... Just take the arrest. Take the arrest. Fight it in court. It's way better than trying to fight it with a bullet in your ass. <laughs> a, you're not going to win that battle, man. That's yeah. why they were crying when they were seeing it. Like, I can't do shit about this because yeah. they're going to tase me too. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all laughing, but they'll be back tomorrow. <laughs> All right, and, so. Mm -hmm. no, and, and my thing is this. I'm like you. When it comes to police officers... And, and it's a culture thing, but when it comes to police officers, you just obey the law. And basically, it, the way the video shows that he was talking to him, and he just put it like this. Most African Americans just in nature are very, um, I would say physical, but more emotional sometimes with how we express ourselves. Mm -hmm. And sometimes that can come across to somebody who's not used to our culture as intimidating. And to one of us, we might understand that you don't mean no harm, but for somebody that's not used to it, might consider it as aggressive. Yeah, it's kind of like the same way that people don't like to see athletes celebrate on the field. And it's like, yeah, now, 
that is mostly black athletes celebrating because y'all don't have a problem with Brett Favre fist pumping, running into the end zone, picking up Randy Moss, spinning him around like he's dirty dancing. That's not a problem. But let fucking Chad Ochocinco moonwalk with the football, and it's like they need to cut that monkey shit out. So I mean, it's, it's clearly like there's some racial parts to this, but in general, I do think that you know. Uh, Stop fucking with the police. Yeah, that is just, the number one lesson from all this shit. Out. They actually have a dashboard cam. Police are trying their best not to fuck with you. <laughs> like this yeah. is their job on the line too. It's not like he yeah. just. It's not like this police officer just was like, "I'm gonna go tase a nigga tonight." I know. This is a dude that's like, "Oh, they're filming me." This is like always having your principal in the room watching you while you're doing your, your teaching. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? They're always being monitored by the dash cam. So he don't want to tase you no more than you want to get tased. So stop fighting the fucking police. Anyway. I'm playing Pastor Troy. Uh, Speaking of Pastor (laughs) Troy, I was listening to this, and this is the next big thing. Justin's been trying to put me on for for a while, so this might be a little too hard. (laughs) Lil' B. Mm -hmm. Welcome. It's Lil' B. Base. Everybody put your hands in the air. Word. I rollin' through these shits. I got bitches on deck. These niggas fuck with me because I have respect. And cause I play freestyle, they gotta cut me a check. All these bitches on my dick, I just want some sex. I said, that's alright, baby, you're okay. Man, my name's Little Buzz, and I'm here to stay. Man, my name's Base Guy, come fuck with me. All these bitches on my dick, and I just want you to see. I got bitches, yeah. I got bitches, yeah. I got bitches, yeah. I got bitches. Oh, no, I don't. Yeah. My name's Lil B. Okay, stay right with your hands in the air, you know what I mean? Lil B's a little boss, finest nigga alive. All my ladies was popping. She let me suck her, let me do some things She let me see her naked, she let me fuck her face I do what I want, she lets me do what I want. I said I got that bitch, and she said oh that's not me I said you're my bitch, I said you're my bop I said I fuck you all day, and I will not stop I said I'm here for life, bitch you gotta love me I said my name's Little Boss, but they call me Little B. I got bitches, yeah. I got bitches, yeah. I got bitches, yeah. I got bitches. Woo! I got bitches, yeah. I got bitches, yeah. I got bitches. Am I the only one that can just feel the spirit of MJ channeling through Lil B right now? Man, I can feel it. From his words, I can tell he was passionate about that song. He meant that shit. Yeah, hold on, let me follow this real quick. I got bitches, yeah. So yeah, man, I mean, the way I feel after seeing that, fuck Chris Brown. 
Lil B put the best Michael Jackson tribute alive. He put it down. You can't dance like Michael Jackson. We don't know that. We don't know that. That's how you. you after that, I mean, he got so many bitches. I feel him. Um, I wonder if he. You can dance. I wonder if he stole them lyrics from Brian Pumper though. Damn, them lyrics so high. Ah. I, don't, I don't know who how he got on. Oh, one more video. I forgot about this one. There's the top pick in the draft, John Wall. The Wizards hold to the Atlanta Hawks, closing seconds opening quarter, though another rookie shining. That's Jordan Crawford draining the tray as the clock expires. He had 30 and had the Hawks within a due second quarter. Wall finishing plus one. He had 19 points and seven assists. Wizards ahead five. Later in the second, he's a giver, finding JaVale McGee down low. He'll hammer it home. He had 16 points to go with 11 rebounds and had Washington ahead. Late third quarter, Crawford is off. It's Wall corralling the rebound and doing his thing in the open. And floor going one on two. No worries. Plus the foul. Worth another look as Wall goes high off the window to finish. Nick Young at 24. Wizards 107 to 92. Now, what? Did you notice anything about that highlight clip? No, they didn't mention Gilbert Arenas once. No, they didn't. Oh, that's because he looked crazy. Oh, I wonder why, huh? <laughs> I'll tell you why they didn't mention this motherfucker. Gilbert Arenas has been fined for faking an injury to keep from playing in the Washington Wizards home, Washington Wizards home preseason opener. Why? Yeah. Coach Flip Saunders said Wednesday Arenas was fined an undisclosed amount by the team for claiming to have a sore knee before the Wizards game against Atlanta on Tuesday night. Sources close to the situation told ESPN.com the league office did consult Wednesday with the Wizards during their internal review of Arenas's comments. But Arenas is unlikely to be subjected to league penalty to a league penalty in this instance, sources said. As long as the Wizards follow through with the undisclosed fine mentioned earlier Wednesday by Saunders, uh, let's see, NBA rules preclude, uh, preclude players from being punished twice for the same offense. Uh, Arena said after the game Tuesday that he pretended to have a bum knee to give teammate Nick Young a chance to start. I told Young I'd sacrifice playing tonight so he can get some time in because, in because I know he's kind of frustrated he's not getting a chance to crack the small forward rotation, especially since we're going three guards, Arena said Tuesday, smiling. So I told him I'd go and fake an injury and say something's wrong with me so he can start. Nigga, why are you so stupid? <laughs> why is he so stupid? He's crazy. You can tell he changes just from his beard. Like if you see him, you can be like, hold on, give a change. I was gonna do this Nas article, but I gotta do that on another show and I got more time. Um, Kendra Wilkins or Wilkinson is that her name? Kendra Wilkinson basically said, uh, I'm about to take these kids and go. Uh, Kendra, Kendra Wilkinson. Oh, so she wanted to watch her husband she just married? She has made a shocking decision. And it's only shocking if it's you're a dumbass. Shocking <laughs> yeah, it's only shocking if Hank, uh, dumbass basket. We Hank, all said don't do this. He's playing for the Eagles, yes. He was another one of those receivers that couldn't catch shit. Um, Kendra Wilkinson has made the shocking decision to take her son and move back to Los Angeles. 1,500 miles away from her husband in Minnesota. She's moving back to L.A. An insider reveals to life and style. It'll happen in mid-October. She made the decision firmly and told Hank. While being apart is tough, while being apart is tough for any couple, Hank's most upset that she's spending so much time away from her, uh, that he's spending so much time away from his son at a vital stage in the 10-month-old's development. Hank is pissed, says the insider. Fighting between Kendra and him is so bad. They've had teary fights and crying fits. 
They've been screaming at each other. He can't understand why she won't come to Minnesota every day. It's torture for him. So, Nigga, do you know it's cold in Minnesota? And it snows in Minnesota? Man, he make the money shit. What does that have to do with her taking his son? Oh, I don't know. I guess I don't like the cold, so the, I don't the understand. Thing, the thing is... So you complaining because he's not seeing his son. So taking him away means he's going to see him more. Yeah. All right. That's, that contradicts your here's my problem initially. Here's my problem with this chick, dog. Actually, it's not even with her. It's Hank. You wiped a hoe. Yeah. You wiped, and not just a hoe, you wiped an <laughs> attention-seeking prostitute. Playboy buddy, Yeah. Hoe. Which, this is a woman that would have sex with a 90-year-old man to get on TV. Mm-hmm. What about that said wife and mother of my child? <laughs> you got what you deserve, nigga. No, I don't feel any sympathy for this shit. Um, OC hip-hop band blocks LA Freeway. Oh. A self-described hardcore hip-hop group from Orange County caused havoc on the southbound 101 freeway near Sunset Boulevard Tuesday morning when they be- began performing atop its truck. <gasps> California Highway Patrol Officer Terry Liu said the agency get, uh, began getting calls about the incident at 10.20 a.m. Three people were arrested on suspicion of unlawful assembly. According to Liu, witnesses report the group was performing on top of a truck while blocking three lanes of the freeway. Oh! Liu said it appeared that the driver of the truck got into another vehicle and took off with the keys. Officers had to request a tow truck to move the band's truck. The traffic backup almost reached... I-405. This type of behavior is not acceptable. Our officers were tied up on the the scene trying to handle this while they could have been handling other business and other emergency incidents occurring nearby, but instead they were stuck having to deal with this. Yeah. Instead of giving everybody tickets they probably didn't deserve. Um, But but even even despite that, man, these dudes are assholes. And What I want to know is, how does this help their rap group? Like it's, I don't know. it's it not like anyone can hear your shit on the highway trying to get to a destination. No, I'm surprised like, nobody ran into them. Like a car actually stopped and was like, hmm, let's check these guys out. Hey, <laughs> what are you what are you playing? What's the name of your group? It, it looked like they dancing on top of a bus. Yeah. It's like they need to get their budget up. This is this yeah. is this a concert? Did y'all get paid for this? <laughs> All you did was ensure that a bunch of people would never actually buy your album because they're gonna be pissed. What? Like, what's the name of your group? So I never ever see y'all motherfuckers again. Yes. You're making me late. Y'all. y'all had me in check for five hours. Yeah. All right. So here's another um, article. Martial art, martial arts expert Shaolin, 22, and little sister Yin, 21, are to stage a three day, three day fighting festival in Fushan, Southeast China, where only the toughest suitors stand a chance of getting through. First contestants must show off their archery skills. Then they must carry a heavy weight over sharpened bamboo spears. And finally, they have to defeat one of the sisters in full contact combat. Only then will the contestants earn the right to remove the girl's mask and propose to them. What? You have no idea what these chicks look like? Uh, no, they. I guess you only see the top half of their face. I mean, I mean, I definitely want the one on the right if I got to pick, but you know, it's up to you, obviously. <laughs> yeah, you only get to choose between our eyebrows and forehead. Yeah, it's a, it's a crapshoot either way. <laughs> they can choose open hand or any weapon they wish, but they won't be holding back. If they can't beat us, they aren't worthy, explained Lynn. We tried dating agencies, but men we met were all too weak. We could beat them easily. 
<laughs> how can you tell that on men? How can you tell that on a dating service? I don't know. Like, look at you, fool. You bring that weak stuff in here. They have blood on their hands. They gotta have. They gotta be on your picture. That's what I'm I ripped off a head of a bear. You're my type of man. So we went back to the ancient ways called Bai Wu Zhao Quin. No. Which was the way the warrior princesses would find their men. But so far, only a trickle of brave contestants have come forward. I'm a very good martial artist. But I think I'd want to see them with the mask off before I decide whether I want to fight for them, said one doubtful yes. suitor. Yes. You know the thing is, the only dudes really fighting for them is dudes that don't get no pussy. Yeah. And they're like, I will kill for the pussy. <laughs> There's no pussy good enough to fight for. And I don't want to have to beat you up to get some pussy. And is this going to be ongoing? Because, you know, they say the way a relationship starts is like setting a precedent. So, like, every time you want to get some, it's going to be like, so, baby, what's up tonight? Put up your dukes. <laughs> Fight. Yeah. Like <laughs> tired. Order combat. Yeah. Tired. Ah, that sounds a little too rapey for me. Man. <laughs> um. <laughs> survey. Seventy-one percent of tweets are ignored. Ever feel like you're talking to a brick wall on Twitter? They might. That might be because. of tweets get absolutely no response from the world. Toronto-based social media analytics company Sysimos scanned 1.2 billion messages that were sent in August and September 2009 to try and get some idea of what kind of conversations that are going on. They discovered that more than 7 in every 10 tweets sync without any kind of reaction in the world. Of the remainder, just 6% get retweeted, and 92% of those retweets occur within the first hour. Multiplying those probabilities together means that fewer than 1 in 200 messages get retweeted after an hour's gone by. Essentially, once that hour's up, your message is ancient history. That leaves 23% of messages that get an at reply. Drilling down, Sizemos uh, found that 85% of reply to messages get just one reply. 10.7% get two, and 1.53% get three replies. Similarly, similarly to retweets, 96.9% of at replies are posted within an hour of the original tweet. Uh, it's not clear how many how the company treated messages that were both replied to and retweeted. So basically, they're just saying if you tweet some shit, you're probably not gonna get hit back up. That's, and I believe that because a lot of people post fine. a lot of boring shit. That's well, true, and sometimes I just put my thoughts out there. Well, that and you don't, it's you can't always get to them because you, like, if Not, you rip, unless you actually specifically look at your timeline all the time, you, right. you miss messages, especially if you get, if you follow yep. people. Exactly. Uh, the thing is, who got paid for that? Like, they a smart motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> like, they really convinced their boss. Like, you know what? This is worth us investigating. Yeah. Actually doing a survey. I'm going to take a whole year's time and just observe tweets. <laughs> yeah. Because they did this shit last September in 2009. And it's 2010. They're just now getting an article out about this shit. And they, and they was like, yeah, great idea. Go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. What are you doing? Uh, still working on that tweet story, boss. No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> speaking about uh, behind, speaking about behind on the times, uh, there was this Cleveland, Ohio uh, guy that used to play there. He's actually from Akron. You may have heard of him. His name was LeBron James. Y'all ever heard of him? I remember that name. Sounds familiar. Um, it was a horrible timing by a company called Perfect Timing Inc. 
A Wisconsin company printed and shipped a 2011 Cleveland Cavaliers calendar featuring LeBron James on the cover. Then James quit the Cavs in a live ESPN broadcast July 8th. Um, Why did they do that? Why did they have him on the cover? I guess they thought he was going to stay. Now, I don't know why they would print it just knowing all this shit was up in the air in the first place. Yes. Is that's that what you're saying? Yes. Okay. That's my question. Yeah, I agree, Karen. That's ridiculous. Um, <laughs> that's too much money. Needless to say, the $14.99 calendar is not selling in Cleveland. Word? Not even collectors. Pol- police who, have, who might value an unopened James calendar are buying his merchandise here. So, not even collectors are buying his shit. I would just repackage it and say it's kindling and sell it as fire starters because they was burning all this shit when he left. I got buy LeBron James jersey now. You get him cheap. Yeah, they, they, yeah. They, that's the dumbest decision. <laughs> First of all, whoever, they should be fired. Whoever <laughs> made the decision, yeah. that's right. They that's should be fired. Stupid. And the stores that actually are putting it up. I'm like, <laughs> trying I, to sell it. They, they yeah, how are you going to still try to sell it anyway? Like, it's taking up space. You could actually profit off an uh, item or something. You can find that shit in a dollar store in a week. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah, $15 for that? Come on. But James Brand... <laughs> remains marketable in other parts of the country where he's become an even larger national figure said Tina Faka, assistant professor of marketing at John Carroll University. You got a name. Yeah. Some collectors may still want to revel in the team's heyday. Those products will still sell, just not in Cleveland. Perfect Timing, timing quickly revises Cleveland calendar to feature Mo Williams on the cover. Word. Wow, that crime motherfucker. But the original Turner licensing <laughs> NBA calendars oh, is still for sale in several stores, including major bookstores, Costco warehouses, and some sports shops. Um, and then they go into, into details about some other sites that sell paraphernalia, and you see that his shit actually dope went up, which is uh, funny because, uh, and Bomani Jones was talking about, you know, this, on his show, The Morning Jones, I talked about it, he, you know, they talked about it. We were like, this is a big move, this is a power move, this makes you an international figure, this makes mm-hmm. you... And everybody's, you know, concentrating on the Q rating. I say concentrate on the money. That's if you can, right. sell the, you can sell the same shit you were selling, but for more money, you win. I don't give a yeah. fuck what people think about you. And I was going to say, only Cleveland disliked him. And that, they're the only ones that will hold it. Like, I think a lot of people dislike him. But they won't hold it once they see him on the court winning, playing good, mm-hmm. getting highlights. If you live in like Chicago, you won't forget about that shit. You like okay, all right. Oh, I look for the uh, Miami Heat preseason games because it's gonna be me too. I know he gonna dunk on somebody. All right, we got two more articles. Uh, naked man found in business watching porn. Oh, uh, out Oklahoma City. Oh, Canada. Authorities say a man walked into work in Oklahoma City and discovered a naked man sitting at his desk looking at pornography. Curtis Halberstadt was being held Tuesday on an indecent exposure complaint. According to a police report, a worker at the unidentified business found a nude man viewing pornography on his computer when he backed from when he came back from lunch on Thursday. Oh. So dude snuck in while dude while the guy worked there was at lunch. Police say the employee told them he didn't know the intruder and the man didn't work there. According, oh. according to the report, the employee asked him what he was doing there and the man said cleaning and trying to make some money. (laughs) 
Cleaning what? <laughs> Cleaning his, his pipes. Yeah. <laughs> Cleaning his pipes. Uh, Oklahoma County Jailer says Howard Stat is being held on $2,000 bond. The Jailer says records don't indica- indicate where Howard Stat had retained an attorney. Oh, whether he had, had a, got an attorney. So, yeah. yeah how, how fucking wow. funny was he? So, he the type of dude that would go fight for one of them um, chicks. Yeah, he's yeah. a simp. He's a yeah. simp. Maybe he was online. Maybe that's what he did. He had already spent all his money. And he spent all his son's money. He was about to kill himself. He's like, first, let me go on the internet one more time and see if I can visit my Ugandan princess and jack off to her pictures. <laughs> I blame Viagra for all this shit. <laughs> um, and the last thing I blame Viagra for, uh, Los Angeles porn actor test positive for HIV. I hope there's nobody I'm following on Twitter. Uh, <laughs> I get along with y'all. Let's keep it real. Um, and basically, yeah, I, I don't want to get into too much of the details, but the main thing I want to say about this is I really wish that everything was like the porn industry when it came to, to HIV and STDs. Because everybody talks shit like, oh, you know, you can get an STD. That's why porn is so dangerous. They having sex all the time. Man, they, have, they test them people all the time. And they shut shit down. Yes, they do. Like, no sex is going on. Like, can you imagine how many lives we could save in D.C. alone if you could just shut <laughs> you could just shut down sex for like a couple of weeks until you get everybody uh, tested and get everybody cleared? Like, I like people don't under, people should take real sex this seriously as a point of just porn stars. It, it should actually be like, look, so and so tested positive. <laughs> Hit the brakes. Everybody go get yourself checked out. Come back, meet me back here in two weeks. I'll tell you who can still fuck and who was out of the game. <laughs> uh, oh, anyway. and the shade. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, man, it's been another episode of the Blackout Tip Podcast. Uh, follow us on Twitter. I'm at Rodimus Prime. I'm Say That Again. That is in D-A-T. And Rhyme Over Reason. And make sure you go to the blog, theblackoutwhotips.com, or go to the Podomatic page and search for the Black Out Tips. Donate to the podcast. Look on the right-hand column. We have a donate button right there. You can be, uh, donate via PayPal. You can use your credit card. You can use checks. You can use whatever money, um, whatever kind of way you can. I think maybe even money orders, but I'm not sure about that shit. But I don't want your money order because I know how it goes down in Ghana. So no. save your money. We don't do money Princess. Orders. But um, nah, but nah. Seriously, guys, uh, we appreciate everybody that donates. We do, and continue to spread the word. And um, until next time, love you. You too, baby. Mwah. I'm out. I came to bring the pain, hardcore from the brain. Let's go inside my astral brain. Find out my mental, based on instrumental. Record, hey, so I can write monumental methods. I'm not the king, but niggas is decaf. I stick them for the cream. Check it, just how deep can shit get? Deep as the abyss, and brothers is mad fish. Accept it, in your cross color, close your crossed over. Think I totally crossed out and crisscrossed. Who the boys, niggas get tossed to the side. And on the dark side of the force, of course it's the method. Banned from the Wu-Tang Clan, I'll be hectic and coming for the headpiece, protect it, fuck it, two tears in a bucket, niggas want the ruckus, bustin' at me, rock, now bustin', styles like it's buck, wow, method man on some shit, pullin' niggas fouls, I'm sick, insane, crazy, driving Miss Daisy, out of fucking mind, now I got mine, I'm swayed. Is it real, son, is it really real, son, let me know it's real, son, if it's really red, something I can feel, son, load it up and kill, one, one, four, feel, son, if it's really real, uh. I listen to some champion, champion. I always wonder, wonder when I will be the number one. Yeah. <laughs> now you listen to the dog on the 
meth bring the rope The only way you hang is by the neck Nigga, whoa, whoa, set Come into your projects Taking as a threat Better yet, it's a promise Coming from a vet On some movie and norm shit Nigga, you can bet your bottom dollar Hey, I bomb shit And it's gonna get even worse For the guard It's the fool coming through Thinking niggas throw they garment Moving on your last out for Mr. Meth In the representing call my name in your chest You can come test Realize your no contest Son, I'm looking at one now